What's up, fandom? I'm Josh. I'm Connor. And I'm Meg. Abruptly stopping Meg in the middle of thought. That's... That's how we do things. <laughs> um, and uh, today, we're back. Uh, dinosaur Story. Mm. He could have done what? that this week. Have you not seen We're Back, A Dinosaur Story? No. Or The Dinosaur Tale. They should have called it A Dinosaur. I think it's A Dinosaur Tale. It's an, it's an old movie. Check it out. It Wait, are we talking movie. just about Dinosaur? Uh, no, no but back. that one is also a good old movie. That's also a good old movie about dinosaurs. Is we are talking. Movie, or is it an old movie about dinosaurs? Dinosaur or? Dinosaur. A, um, I think it's the a movie good based old movie. Off, the movie based off of the ride at Disney World. I think the movie came first. It did. I'm pretty sure the okay. movie came first. But I like um, doing that. I like doing like, like Waterworld, the movie based on the ride at Universal yeah. Studios. I really love that ride. It is the same <laughs> track as Indiana Jones. Yep. So it's basically the Indiana Jones ride, but with dinosaurs yeah. and fewer pyrotechnics. Everyone knows the Incredible Hulk based off of the roller coaster at Universal. <laughs> exactly. That's how you do everything. You go based off of this. Yeah. Everybody knows Camp Cretaceous based off of the keychains they're now selling at Universal Studios. Gosh, go. I want one of those keychains so bad. Nice. Oh, if only I I think my membership is still good. Yeah, I think I, I should fly out there. Go go get wet on the Jurassic World ride and then yeah. and then get some keychains. Um it's like a fun time. Fun story, I got to do early previews for the Jurassic ride. Our whole crew took a field trip one day. Did you get wet? All right. Uh, yes. That Where is, did you get wet? Uh, in the Mosasaur display. Yeah. yeah. That's a fun one. It is it's, a fun one. And like, you know, like I've, I've ridden that one like maybe like uh, seven, eight times. I know when I get in, if I'm going to get hit by the Mosasaur. It's like, you know, you know which rows it is. It's like row like three, four, and five. You're like, yeah, you're going to get it. Like just on this edge, just like you, you two people right here, you're got, you guys are going to get it. And yeah, it's always fun. Uh, we're talking about Mitchell's versus the machines. Yeah, I know you were fooled. That. I know you were fooled you by our we other gonna, introduction. Yeah, but... you thought we were going to talk about Jurassic's and dinosaurs. Dinosaur. Oh. Technically, that does mean we're talking about Mitchell's versus the machines because all the younger brother wants to do is find people who will talk about dinosaurs with him. True. I love I love him flipping through the phone book and calling people if you yeah. want to talk about dinosaurs with me. I that was thought a good that was bit. good. That was a good bit. There was part of me that wanted to be like, he's flipping through it and then like there's like a name from like a Jurassic Park thing in there. Like there's like Ian Malcolm or uh, yeah. Alan Grant. Like that would have been a cool hmm. little thing. Um, yeah, that would. But I'm not cool. sure they could have got the rights. Be like, we just want to use the name. Be like, no. I mean, if you're subtle on, you're subtle enough about it. You know, if it's subtle enough that the people that would be mad about you using it don't even notice it. I'm pretty sure the people would get mad, <laughs> regardless. Um, especially with them being in the new movie. So hmm. kind of like, mm. yeah. um. So yeah, we're going to talk about the Mitchells versus the Machines. Uh, spoilers, spoilers all the way through. This is going to be a spoiler episode. It's out on Netflix. It's been what, two weeks? Something like that. It's been two weeks since you looked. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, two weeks. Uh, two weeks is from the uh, fully clothed ladies. That's the the offshoot of. Sorry. Fully clothed uh, women. Fully clothed women. Yes, there we go. <laughs> well, if we're going opposites, it'd be fully it clothed would be, chaps. Yeah. Oh, fully clothed Except, lads. Fully like, clothed yeah. lads. I like fully clothed lads. Fully clothed yeah. lads. There you go. Um, so yeah, so spoilers uh going right now. We're gonna we're gonna spoil the film. Yeah. We're gonna talk likes and dislikes. And the thing mm -hmm. I disliked the most was the music. I'm just kidding. Really? The music was fine. Uh, yeah, it was fine. I was, I'm trying. You guys missed a whole conversation earlier where I tried to get them both to hate me, and <laughs> it did it. Actually, I think it may have worked. No, I think, like it, a... I think it shows our uh, grown-upness that we could disagree on something superficial like that and still remain friends. 
Except for the fact that Connor was so dumb with it that he stopped his recording. Yeah. <laughs> I was just so baffled. Like, I'm, I'm really impressed by your ability to just improvise yes. absolutely nonsense takes. Thank you. I, I was thinking about that maybe like five minutes before we started. I was like, <laughs> what could I do that doesn't make any sense whatsoever uh, that I could just BS for like five minutes? It was that, and it, it was, worked. It was well done. Thank you. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, we're going to talk about the Mitchells versus the Machines or Connected. Yeah, that was, was going to be connected. the movie, if it's the, the title of it. <laughs> it's Connected. I, I think both the title swap to Connected and I think the original trailer did this movie a disservice because hmm. um, they framed it as like, dad hates all technology, technology bad, and father is proved right when the robot uprising occurs. Yeah. And that ended up just being like one little scene at the beginning where he does that classic animated dad thing where he's like, family be a family and they yeah. had to make eye contact, but I'm glad that wasn't the message of the movie. Rick Mitchell in this movie is very much like Dr. Alan Grant in the first Jurassic Park movie. He's not so good with technology. Like remember Poor when they're kids. at the dig site in Utah and he puts his hand on the thing and he's like, ah, it's like Dr. Grant's not good with machines it's like that. And he's not that great with kids either. Kind of. No, he's not. No, he's not. Not <laughs> he's, even a little. Yeah. Yeah. So. Where, how many times can Josh bring up Jurassic Park in this episode? Mm. Tune in to find out. Um, um, so the Mitchells, what were what were some of you guys's uh, thoughts on? We'll just start, we'll go we'll start animation first. What did you guys think of the animation? Loved it. Yeah, super fun. Uh, I love like the tactile feel of it, mm -hmm. um, and just the listen. Sony always brings their A game when it comes oh, yeah. to the way the characters yeah. look and move. Uh, and like Nick Kondo, who's one of the animators on the project, he was posting on Twitter this week about a particular tool that they used where the animators could draw a line and decide where to slice up the max bots so they yeah. could like disassemble and reassemble them at will. And they didn't have to make like all these new rigs for every time one of the max pals like jigsawed and stuff. It was I very cool. seeing that. I love that inventive kind of tech stuff. Yeah. yeah. There were there were a lot of shots too. Like there's a shot where um uh Katie and Aaron are sitting on a log and they're watching like the the pal of the thing and she's got her camcorder on and her camcorder is on and you see the scene on screen and then you can also see it on the viewfinder of the camcorder like mm -hmm. whenever she's moving like this it's moving on the camera and i'm like that's that's like a good detail that that's is, nuance right there yeah i'm like who's gonna check that there's yeah. a, there's a part where too like if, if you watch when katie's trying to like put her hands in her pockets she's like usually misses one hand and i don't know i think she does it twice where she's just like looking off and she's like trying to put her hands in her in her hoodie and like misses and then like gets yeah. the second time and i'm like little little bitty things like that yeah. i i really appreciate things um, that i the one of the things that i was uh clued into also via lottie twitter uh was hold on the fact that hold on hold on there it is nice uh the thing that I was clued into was the fact that the little brother's shirt is like wrinkled in a specific way mm -hmm. because he chews on it. Yeah. Um, and Katie and does the same thing. Katie chews on, she doesn't chew on her shirt, but she chews on the, uh, the little white part of her hoodie. She's yeah. chewing ties. that a couple times, yeah. Yeah, her little ties. And I'm like, yeah. oh, it's an inherited trait. That's nice. Yeah. All of the little like character things, I like all of these characters very much felt like real people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, the which actually, too, which was nice. Yeah. Which actually leads me to my first, to my first cri criticism of the movie in the sense that they try to make this family seem like weird out of the ordinary people yeah. when it's a very normal family. And they're it's not like, 
the worst family ever. No. 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 They, I think the weird family is the other one that the mom is obsessing Posies? over. Yeah. They're the weirdos. Yeah. They're doing yoga together. Who does that? Rich yeah. families, I would assume. Yeah. Um, Instagram families. Like, oh, you have a younger brother that's obsessed with dinosaurs? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I thought it I thought it was weird too how like they know that they're their next door neighbors, but like this is the first time that like Aaron knows that they have a daughter. I'm like, you guys are next door and you seem like someone who may play outside because you're kind of like crazy. Mm-hmm. So and your dad's outdoorsy. And yeah. we've seen you outside in multiple scenes in your backyard. But mm-hmm. uh it just it, I was just like, Did you guys not know that they have a daughter? That seems that seems weird that you wouldn't know about your your neighbors except the mom the mom stalks the neighbors i guess yeah um also thought like my 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 honestly my first criticism of this film was this film takes place during like september of 2020 nobody's wearing a mask <laughs> for all we know the mitchells are the ones spreading covid across the country we don't I, know i was just i i was i allowed myself to suspend disbelief and just assume that this is an alternate universe where uh, but they have YouTube and Furbies. Yeah. And A&W for some reason. There are uh. infinite universes. They're in one where <laughs> we have all the normal things except for the vid-19. There was a there was a moment where dad said the wrong word for YouTube. And I was like, oh, yeah, because they can't actually say it. And then the tech guru corrected him. And he's like, you mean YouTube? And I'm like, oh, I guess they can say it. I Never guess mind. they have that. Yeah, I, I did like uh, to like where that they like all the little jokes and everything. I guess we can kind of go into like yeah. uh, jokes and story and stuff. Um, I, I like all the little jokes that they throw in. The slapstick humor in it. Yeah. Like they just nailed, especially seeing oh, yeah. as it's so reliant on like the animation style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like, oh, so well executed. I loved all of her little drawings and stuff. I oh, love yeah, Katie Vision stuff. Yes, so I loved good. that. Um, mm-hmm. I loved whenever you know they would throw some like real world people in there, like real world stuff. I thought that was good. The the photo yeah. that came with the with the frame, it's just like the generic Walmart family, and I was like, that's perfect. That's that's hilarious. <laughs> uh, I thought that was great. Like all like all the little things that they did. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, Lindsay Olivares is the production designer. So she like, re- she was the one who really developed the look for Katie Vision. And then Alice Lemma was uh, the 2D artist, the 2D animator for a lot of it. But like, it's a mix of, you know, painted stuff and then also real photo elements that she's collaged in. So like the the pterodactyl puppets in, what's the younger brother's name? I can't Aaron. remember. Oh, okay. wait. The, the pterodactyl yeah. puppets in like Aaron shot later, those are actual felt puppets that she built and shot and comped in. Wow. Awesome. Like, yeah, like, uh, so that was Jennifer and Alice? Uh, was, that, was that their names? That was Lindsay and Alice. Lindsay and Alice. Lindsay and Alice, job well done. Well done. Claps all around. Mm. You guys did phenomenal. Um I don't know about, and I think we kind of, we, we touched on it off air, but I think all three of us, the biggest disappointment of the film was the story. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I think we all disagreed with the central premise that this family is the weirdest family in the world. Yeah, yeah. I I think if they had sort of like leaned more into the the whole thing of like, Instead of being like, my my family is the weirdest family to ever exist. If they instead leaned into the thing of like, my family is the most ordinary family ever, then I would found I would have found it a little bit more charming, and I could still like find some of the ab- abnormalities in them, without mm-hmm. having to be convinced yeah. that they're not. You, normal. you could have been like, we're just your normal, average, everyday family. You could have done that even. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, now this normal, average, everyday family like that has no like special. There's nothing special about them at all. No, and now they have to go and save the world. Like that is a little bit better than yeah, we're quirky. It's like everybody's it's, quirky. Welcome to the world. Yeah. 
Like that's every family. It's the whole like, I'm not like other girls sort of thing where it's like, I don't need you to prove yourself to me. I just want to know. I just want to enjoy the story. Um. I really didn't like dad's character. No, me neither. Yeah, Rick Mitchell, I think is, uh, it's, it's weird to say because like uh, here in Oklahoma, well, like when I was growing up, we had a, a weather guy whose name was Rick Mitchell. Uh, <laughs> he was he was very popular. Like they sure. had a whole like, Rick said it would be like this, like a whole like thing for him on the news. Um, but yeah, uh, so whenever I think Rick Mitchell, I think of a weatherman and I'm kind of disappointed that Danny McBride was not a weatherman during this film Mm -hmm. um but yeah he you're right he's he's like the weakest character um he's mr incredible yeah he's the dad from the crudes yeah he's uh we touched on i think a goofy movie too i'm like i'm a little tired of animated dads being frustrated that they're mediocre people and they're not heroes and i'm like yes but i've seen that and also that's not how it works and like struggling to connect with their their like eldest child's artistic endeavors Mm -hmm. it's always got to be that they're artsy and then the dad doesn't get it uh is there a film like is there is there a dad character out there that's not like that like an animated dad character i'm trying to think greg Uh, universe (laughs) Greg Universe but mo- movie because we don't get a lot of, like mm-hmm. with with series we can get a lot sure. of character development sure. there. Uh, well, let's let's go let's stay on movie. If your just dad cause... or dad character is very competent, they die. <laughs> I'm Mufasa. thinking I'm thinking a bunch of Disney dads. Yep. Um, I mean, Triton can't connect with his youngest daughter because she's obsessed with she's artsy human art. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, Bambi's man. dad, I guess, is the is like <laughs> the only good. I mean, he's an absentee father for the majority. Uh, for, for not the if you watch the, the second movie where he's voiced by Sir Patrick Stewart. <laughs> yes. What? Yeah, Patrick Stewart plays the Prince of the Forest, and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Watch Bambi two. It is by far the best Disney sequel I ever made. I don't think I've even Shout seen the Brian. entirety of Bambi one. Well, that's a mistake. You know what? You can I- skip Bambi one. Yeah. Go straight to Bambi 2. <laughs> what? No, Bambi 1's really beautiful. It is. I feel like I've but definitely... It's, it's very much like, the first one is very much like a nature documentary. Oh, sure. Yeah. But they've got some beautiful shots. The shots where, like, Bambi and, like, other deer are, like, fighting. Right, and yeah. And uh, there's, like, lightning shots, and it's, like, black and red and black oh, and red. And yeah. White. Those are phenomenal. Sure. Um but anyway, so the Mitchells com, com, uh, supporting dads, supporting dads, not a lot, not many. Of them. Zeus, <laughs> yeah. I mean, absentee father. I mean, yeah. he's supportive. I well, get, here's he the thing, is. Meg, he we're, is, ta- we're talking about it in the context of the we movie, are the not, animated movie, not the actual Greek god, not not in the, the actual I mean, mythos. Like, he's not really helpful though. He's like, "There's nothing your mother or I can do." Like he's cheerful and he's like accepting of Hercules, but he doesn't actually support him. Like Hercules has to, in fact, save him at the end. Right. Um, so, but you know what? I think he's. I think he's happy with his son. So there he goes. Zeus is ironically the most supportive animated father. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know who's not a good animated dad? Shinji's dad. Meg's the only one that's going to get that. Yeah. Uh, Here. Oh, let me put my glasses on. Oh, no. I didn't mean that, Shinji. I didn't mean the Akari. I meant meant the other shit. Oh, Kenji, not Shinji. My bad. Oh. Oh, yes. Yeah, not Shinji Akari's dad, who's like this the entire time. Be like, mm, my son. I was like, do we know Shinji's dad in Bleach? No, he doesn't have a dad. No. Yeah, I was up there. That was my bad. Um. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> Rick Mitchell, not a great dad. Not a great dad. Not a great dad. Um, great dad. I don't know. Barely about- even an okay dad. Yeah, and then we kind of talked about like Linda doesn't really do much. Mom is yeah. just she's there, and then 
So I don't know. The the thing that they try to do to redeem the dad is they give him this whole like semi tragic backstory of he I don't I didn't even really he catch. built a cabin yeah and he had to sell the cabin to afford the child he decided to have so it was just a cabin I thought there might have been like some sort of career choice going there that he was there may be. have there may have been but I mean like he gives that up so that he can have a family right and it's like well maybe think next time think long term yeah and and uh, but even then it's kind of a flimsy thing of like it's not it's not analogous to the thing that he's worried about with katie yeah like he has one mention of aren't you afraid you can't support yourself on art yeah and she treats that as if he's like the most unsupportive father ever okay so i went into art i'm a professional artist this is a conversation i've had with my own dad but it wasn't like soul crushing okay no so so the hard thing about watching mitchell's versus the machines is the part of my relationship with my dad that aren't as good as i would want reminded me Mm. a lot of Katie and and her dad but a lot of the stuff with my dad is like really good and Mm -hmm. he's like he's talked to me about money and like we talk about career choices and like backup plans and things like that and it's like wanting your child to have a safety net does not mean that you don't believe they can do it but like you can't predict or appreciate the things that they have already made and like even though I'm sure some of the stuff I've shown my dad or my mom too, like my parents are a really good team the way I don't think the Mitchells are, but like Mm. the things I've shown my parents that aren't to their taste, they're still like, they recognize how much work and how much time I put into it. And like, that's the part they're very proud of. And I feel like there might've been a, a disconnect there where like, I don't get the weird videos she makes. Therefore I just don't get my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird too because the movie is definitely about the father-daughter relationship Mm -hmm. and I'm not sure that he enjoys his son or notices he's there half the time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there's nothing really there. when, When they're looking through like family videos and like the scrapbook album and everything there are zero pictures of Aaron or or anything that child does not exist I think he was I think he was a surprise baby very I mean must have been and they were like oh dinosaurs sure take it kid do your thing like he's got some heavy I'm I'm surprised there's not a third kid because he's got some strong middle kid energy. Oh, going there. that child's in the basement. We don't see that yeah. child. Um, <laughs> well, there are two more kids now. There are the yeah. robots that are true, perfectly probably going to stay exactly as they are forever. Mm. Like the parents ended up with the ideal children at the end that they always wanted, and they're robots. Hey. With these there two unchanging go. robots, yeah. Um, which by the way, I think. Like to me, they kind of stole the show. Like they were, they were great. Funny. Yes. Um, That's yeah. again all the jokes, all of the like visual humor, the gags yeah. and stuff, the setting, like all of that was wonderful. It's just like the central thesis of the movie that didn't quite jive for me. I yeah. will say the whole thing of the whole bit of robots not being able to tell if the dog is a dog or a pig or a loaf of bread. <laughs> loaf of bread. Got got to a certain point where, where it got a little old. I did like the bit where <laughs> the distinction between the old robots and the new robots <laughs> is that the new robots can discern what a pug is. You mean the Blake Griffin robots? Sure. Um, yeah, that was weird. Like, the fact that Blake Griffin, the basketball player from OU and then the Clippers, is... Is that who that was? Yeah, that's Blake Griffin. I see that now. Basketball yes, player. Okay. And I was like, bizarre, sir. Very bizarre. But sure. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 I know exactly what you're saying. Um, 
the funniest part, and I think it's the end part too, where it like, uh, like one of them catches the the car before it goes splat, and then like the dog rolls out. He's like, "Is that a loaf?" And then he just, and then like the car crushes him. I thought that was the last good one, and I was like, "Yeah, that's that's, that's where it needs to end." Yeah, and then they no more jokes again. after this one. Yeah, and then they did it again, and I was like, yeah. "Okay, we're done now." Yeah. Um, and then they all exploded. Mm-hmm. Um, I oh. will say, uh, okay, uh, the one the one point goes to Rick Mitchell for the figuring out YouTube montage, mm-hmm. <laughs> where uh, he's like having a full meltdown. That bit was hilarious. That was pretty funny, but it was it was too much like the scene in Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs where his sure. dad has to figure out how to do a file transfer. Yeah, I just the the little shot of him just like like shot to him like rocking and crying in the corner really really did it for me. <laughs> nice. Um apparently we're keeping up our streak of watching Olivia Coleman projects. Right? Wait, what? She yeah. was pal. Yeah, she's pal. Oh, right. Yes, I thought I recognized that voice. Um, I was okay. So I didn't check if there was a post-credit scene. I did. They just through all. No, I didn't see it. They okay. just killed her. See, I was expecting to see her like pulled out of a bag of rice at the end because, like, we we showed. Okay, I thought that the Mitchell's dysfunctional family quote coming together would have like helped the weird Elon Musk stand in that I didn't like Eric either. Andre. Yeah. Um and Mark pal Zuckerberg. to like come together. But yeah. it didn't. Yeah. It didn't. Uh, also, by the way, terrible phones. I mean like it falls into a glass of water. Like I could put my iPhone in a glass of water and it would be fine. Like it's it's a terrible phone. <laughs> Just saying. I also like, don't understand for, like, what, why. Meters? Like, I also don't understand why turning them into robots makes it more convenient. Because they can do things for you. Yeah, but now you've got a whole freaking robot situation. Uh, the moment when oh, <laughs> she was like, "Put me on the table. I wish to flop about in a blind rage." That was, that was very good. Uh, again, that reminded the, the jokes, me. The jokes are yeah. great. That reminded me of uh, Good Cop, Bad Cop from the Lego movie. Oh, yeah. Where he's, yeah. like, kicking the chair around. Good old Liam Nissan. Mm. Um, the, the people that are in this film, like, that's a... It's, it's a nice laundry list of people. Yeah. Um, John Legend, who's in the film for, what, 27 seconds? Um, good for him. John Legend and Chrissy Teigen as the posies. I think John Legend has like four lines. Yeah. That's it. Mainly to his daughter and nobody else. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I liked, I liked Aaron. Uh, I liked Aaron. I liked Aaron. I was like, I was a dinosaur kid though. So that's like why I liked Aaron. Um, (laughs) like these dinosaurs should have feathers like i don't like you bye you know it's like <laughs> goodbye it, that, forever you goodbye never heard for, any of this um it reminded me of like that eddie izzard skit where he's like do you like bread and he's like, i got a french loaf and it hits her and he's like bye i love you like i, I know that I, one I, oh it's great um fun stuff mm. uh but yeah i i thought the i thought the film was was you know uh, looked great it was funny um yeah other than that, I was like, yeah, it's a film. Yeah. It's like other films it's that fine. I've seen. Uh, I thought the music was good from what I from what I heard. Who did the who did the music? Uh, I don't know. Hang on. Mu- music composed by Mark Mothersbow. Thanks, Mark. Good job. Nicely well done. done, Mark. He did that Rihanna song. He wrote it for this mm. film. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I yeah. Uh, so okay, so I guess what would you guys, if you were to 
I mean, we, we've talked about the stuff that we liked. We talked about some of the stuff that we didn't like. Um, what is your overall opinion on film? Uh, it's, it's fine. It's not awful. I, it's I, not. I, I thought you were just getting to be like, it's fine. Yeah. Scene. It, <laughs> it's, it's not awful. It's not groundbreakingly amazing. It, it's, it's all right. To me, it was kind of like the Lego movie. Sorry, Meg. I, I'm what? sorry I interrupted you. No, it was right. kind of uh, like the first Lego movie. Like I, I, I love the Lego movie. first Lego movie. Calm down, guys. Let me finish my <laughs> thought before you jump on me. You tried to divide us what? with Space I, Wars, and it turns out you just I, needed to say something I just slightly, say Lego. slightly obscure about the Lego movie for us uh, to translate as an insult. Apparently, like... I, I, there are parts in the Lego movie that I think are slow. There are parts in okay. this movie that I think are slow. The humor that's in the Lego movie to me is almost like the same humor that is in this movie. Okay. And I can, I like both of those. But I think um, I would say the story in the Lego movie is much stronger than the story in this movie. I, I guess. Uh, it, I it, think that the, the it, it, it the, the Lego movie felt tropey too. Like, sure. They, oh, they're see, both like kind of like the same type of movie. The Lego movie did it better. I think yeah. the Lego movie told yeah. their story better. Yeah. That's I still what think I'm. The story's not like yeah. it's not the best. It's like a story that we've seen like 15 times already. Sure. See, I think the Lego movie uh, turned its tropes on like it was specifically trying to reverse its tropes on purpose. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like yeah. the Mitchell movie was just. It was just a trope. funny take on the trope instead of like yeah. trying to really inverse it of like the weird family road trip because yeah. we've seen a lot of weird family road trips. That's that's a great genre of movie. It's a fun one to watch. Um, you could say highway movies. Highway movies. Yep. Yeah. Road move. Yep. Highway trip movies. Highway space. Has Harrison Ford ever been in a highway movie? <laughs> Oh man, that's a does great Indiana question. Jones count? Is he on? The, he's on the highway in Indiana well, I Jones. I feel like Indiana Jones. Yeah, I feel like he's Indiana Jones in occurs before the actual like interstate highway system was built. He's he's on dirt roads a lot, hmm. but I don't know if he's on a highway. Ooh, that's a fantastic question. Considering he's like a space Uber driver, you could. You could argue yeah, I, you that could... the Star Wars movies are actually a space highway film hybrid. It depends on what your definition of space is, but open is space Star Wars, between planets. Star Wars could be considered just a one big road trip movie. I haven't got to say what I think of this movie. <laughs> I got interrupted. I'm gonna buy the art book and I'm oh, gonna study yes. it obsessively, but I don't. Yeah. Sorry, everyone who worked on it. Um, I agree. Like, I, I buy a lot of the art books. Like, I'll send you a picture, Meg. Like, I have a ton of art books. Oh, that's what, that's what this shelf is. Yeah, uh, that's what my shelf down downstairs in my bookcase is. It's, it's mm -hmm. got its whole own like IKEA book stand thing that's just their art books. So it's like, like the How to Train Your Dragons, the the Wakfus, the Zootopias, the Secret of Kells's, all those things. So, like, I got all those, all that good stuff. Uh, is this a record for the fastest podcast we've ever recorded? How Do we need to we start been, talking about something else? How long have you been recording? Maybe forty minutes. Oh, that's that's a good that's a good length. All right. So, uh, speaking of length, I don't know if that has to do with length. I don't know. Um, I tried to transition, but there was nowhere to transition. Um, what would you guys rate this movie? Are, are we gonna skip? Are oh. we going or wait, it's pass stream stream rent, rent buy. buy. So pass stream rent buy. I'd stream, stream it. Pastrami. Hmm. Stream it. I might I might pass. Because the stuff yeah. that was hard to watch with the family was really hard to watch. Yeah. Like maybe it's the pandemic talking, but I was really like upset by scenes that were supposed to be like funny yeah i kind of want if they i want them to do the aaron cut 
where it's just Aaron <laughs> in the movie and like all of his scenes. Release that, the Aaron cut. That I would buy. I would buy that. If they decide to give Aaron a movie next, like mm. uh call that one connected. Um yeah. I don't care. Maybe Aaron goes to some sort of dinosaur themed island. <laughs> okay. What would so, you call that? Season four. <laughs> we would call it uh well they call it extinction it's it's jurassic extinction that is the jurassic world theme that is on the posters of his room right it's jurassic extinction because i paused and was <laughs> looking at all of those things right um of course yeah i think jurassic extinction would be cool some sort of park hmm. or maybe a villa Jurassic Villa. Jurassic Villa. Cretaceous Villa. No. What's another uh, what's another everybody time period? Triassic. Triassic. Yeah. Tri oh, Triassic troops. Why, Mesozoic. Why <gasps> the Mesozoic Mezzanine. <laughs> the Mesozoic Villa. Mesozoic Villa. Yeah, I, I think that would be great. Um, so okay, so uh it's a stream for Connor, a pass from Meg, and I'll give it a stream again. Yeah. If it's the if it's the Aaron cut buy i'll buy the air and cut uh that's what i want but yeah i think it's just a stream for me just because i think the jokes were good enough to wear and especially yeah. if you're like me who was never a girl going to college um i thought the movie was fine and someone who didn't really have a dad i also was like this is fine i don't relate to this film mm. at all i the only child that i can relate to is aaron for he likes dinosaur and is also a dirty blonde. So there uh, I was. And I was like, we're here, kids. I've had multiple. So I go on big road trips. When I move somewhere, I drive there and I drive all my stuff. And every time I do, my mom spends about three weeks trying to convince me my dad should drive with me on this road trip. And I've always refused because I like my time alone in the car. And I'm like, no. I'm not going to let dad drive me to Florida. No, I'm not going to let dad drive me to California. No, I'm not going to let, like, I'm going to drive myself. Please let me be an adult. And this has been like 10 years worth of moving and struggles. And it happened just like last time I was home, like for Thanksgiving, she's like, I'm worried about you driving back to California. And I'm like, I take the, I, why? Anyway, so when, they like took away her plane ticket and insisted upon driving with her that like set my internal rage meter up. Okay. Actually, here's a funny story about that. So, uh, one of, I went down, I moved down to Florida twice cause I did the Disney college program twice. And the second time my mom, like, Sorry, were you a friend of anybody? I was the first time around. So first time around I was friends and second time around I was a lifeguard. And that was great because lifeguards get to actually yell at the guests when they're breaking safety That's rules. Dope. Nice. Who were you friends yeah. with? Uh, I was friends with Winnie the Pooh, uh, the Chipmunks, Doug from Up, a ton of Playhouse Disney characters. Uh, my favorite was King Louie from the Jungle Book. So yeah, they were my close friends. You could say I knew them inside and out. That's awesome. Yeah, it was, it was, it was awesome. For the, but four, anyway. for the four Disney fans that listen to this show <laughs> that understand that reference, they're going to love it. Yeah. Um, so my mom gets really anxious about a thing and she can't stop thinking about a thing. And so about a month before I left, she's like, you should have a friend drive down with you. And I'm like, no, I'm going to go by, by myself. And about three weeks before I left, she's like, you should have your dad drive down with you. And I'm like, no. I'm going to go by myself. Uh, and about two weeks before I leave, she's like, your dad should drive your stuff down alone and you should fly because it is too dangerous for a woman to drive alone. And But yet living in a place, like flying by yourself and then living in a place yeah. without any of your luggage for a few days. It's so fine. we're totally now down good. to like a week before I'm about to leave. And my mom is just like, you can't go because she worries. Listen, she loves me and she worries. So I went out to a couple particular stores and then I came home and I'm like, mom, I have a solution. And she's like, what? And I'm like, okay, you said it was too dangerous for 
a girl to go alone. But what if I, I pull out a mustache and a huge trucker cap and I go, was in disguise. <laughs> there was part of me that was like, okay, she's going to either do something funny or she's going to be like, I have a gun. Like <laughs> it was going to be one of the two. And I'm like, where is she going to go with this? And my mom just looks at me for a second and goes, fine, do whatever you want. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, Mumsy, I love you. Guess what? My dad is a woodworker and my mom is an elementary school teacher and I was so uncomfortable watching this movie. Wow. That's... <sighs> okay, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that would hit a little too close to home then. This episode of What's Up Fandom is sponsored by Wild Bill Soda. Summertime is upon us, so why not beat the heat with some delicious craft sodas? Wild Bills has been creating unique old-fashioned sodas since 2002. Try some of their classic flavors like Rocky Mountain Root Beer, Gatling Gun Grape, Six Shooter Sarsaparilla, Bucking Birch Beer, and Blazing Black Cherry. Or taste some of their newest additions like Strawberry Cream, Blackberry, or Dr. Bills. Head over to drinkwildbills.com and use code FANDOM10 at checkout to get 10% off your purchase. You can also click the link in the description and get your starter pack today. So grab yourself a nice cold soda and support the podcast. Do we want to talk about Katie apparently being an openly gay character, but yet again, I, it's a throwaway line it. at the end of the movie? It's a, well, like, it's a th they mention it twice. She was like, uh, was like, I never really, like she talks about never really fitting in and everything like that. The yeah. very beginning of the movie and then at the very end of the movie, I mean, she's got a pride flag button on, yeah. but but I but also it's... think she has like a Slim Jim button. It's really bizarre. Like, she doesn't I... identify as a Slim Jim. <laughs> Maybe she does identify as a Slim Jim. We don't but, know. Yeah. And it's 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 frustrating because, oh yeah, I never fit in. Every main character feels like they've never fit in. And it's like, through the whole movie, it's like, like, I don't feel in. any... <laughs> Andy I don't was like, I'm good. Sorry. Connor, watch uh, Bambi. The movie continually holds up that Katie feels like she doesn't fit in because of her art. And while I'm glad mm. that she's not um, like oppressed or like looked down, I'm glad she and her dad aren't fighting about her uh, sexuality. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm happy that her being gay wasn't the thing that made her feel ostracized. Yeah. But again, the movie is like trumpeting our character. We have a gay character and it is a little throwaway line at the end of the film. And I know like if you are like, I went into it looking for it and they have, yeah. you know, they have things that if you know, you can catch it. Like yeah. the outfits she's trying on the beginning are very uh, lesbian outfits definitely like in the, in the mirror and stuff and everything or like talking about there's this really great girl her name is jade but like yeah. it could all be very clearly interpreted as something else yeah and yeah I'm like she she she's met this friend that you know gets her like with these other friends in college with like, all of these you, other friends yeah, it's not you just jade it's exactly. all these friends you yeah. could yeah like i, I like on i i do like nothing really about this movie i hadn't watched any previews or anything since that since it was called connected that was the last time i saw any sort of preview for it because like that's kind of what i do i try not to watch any like if i know mm -hmm. i'm gonna see a movie i don't watch any teasers i don't watch any uh any other trailers um like once i've decided i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it because i don't want anything spoilers because trailers are terrible mm -hmm. um so I, I didn't know that they were and i i didn't read into this so like i didn't know that they were like championing championing her as a as a gay character at the beginning like or like going into the film i didn't know mm. that that was going on so then when they mentioned it i was like oh okay well this will be interesting to see how they do this and then they just don't they yeah. there there's the hints at the beginning and then it's just nothing at all until her mom says are you guys or i, I don't even remember what her mom says um oh, their, are you guys official is she coming home with you for thanksgiving that's it yeah like are you guys official so yeah like that's you know that's the only time that i then you're like oh okay here's where we're at um i don't know how well it will if would have fit in into the movie yeah 
like it's it, hard yeah like, would it have shoehorned like would like i'm glad they didn't try and shoehorn anything yeah but at least doing a little bit more than just i feel her... like now that i'm thinking about it there could have been this thing where this could have been something they could have used to like sort of keep rem- like keep her anxiety high about things is if jade like kept trying to contact her so that became yeah. established of like this one person is very is very important yeah uh but yeah or or so her see that's and that's the thing that's hard is like i don't want Katie being a lesbian to be like a central part of her conflict and and she shouldn't have to like trumpet I'm Katie and I'm gay and that makes my relationship with my dad kind of weird um but not for the reasons that you think you know yeah like yeah I I get what you're yeah sorry go ahead and so I guess I would have rather the throwaway line happened at the beginning of the movie instead Mm. of the end uh so then it's just established as a normal thing yeah where like maybe Aaron or mom spots all these messages from Jade and be like, oh, is this your new girlfriend? And she can be like, what? No, um, not yet. I mean, no, maybe. You I mean want what her they to. did with Aaron? Yeah. Because, yeah, because it's a because it's a straight relationship. Yeah. It's easier yeah. to get away with. And I mean I feel like then you don't have a million moms coming after you and your movie. Mm-hmm. Like what will probably happen anyway if they can't if million moms goes after you know people for storks then they'll probably come after this one um but yeah i don't know i i i think that's i think it's dumb like it's sad it's like if you're gonna do it do it don't like i bet it's good that they didn't shoehorn i get that but at the same time it's like if you're just gonna like two throwaway lines yeah. It's so, all right. When I when I have my own shows, <laughs> when I actually get to write Hell the yeah. words instead of just drawing the pictures, maybe things will be different. Um, what else? I mean, it's it feels like it's been a while since we've really last talked. But we've got a little bit more time to kind of like floof out. Um, how's everybody's stuff? Uh I know uh Meg's been burning the midnight oil. I'm real tired. I have my third I had my third all-nighter within a two-week period last night. And normally I space it out to one every other month if it's an emergency. Yeah. Yeah. But it's okay. June June is going to be so awesome and so laid back. Yeah. That's going to be nice. May is just that. It's a nightmare. (laughs) Boo. Just boo. (laughs) Anyway, how's things with you guys? Uh... I, I mean, June is also going to be nice for me because that's when I move closer to van so that I'm not making an hour and a half to two hour commute to work every morning. Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, uh, I'm released a freaking video essay that I've been working on for the last like nine months hey. the other day. So that felt good. Um, but other than that, it's work. Nice. Uh, I, I don't know what June's going to be. I mean, all my stuff's, it's just there. It's just another month. Like every day is just Ooh. another day. Uh, so I do a Star Trek RPG game um, because I'm like the temporary permanent DM because our original DM has to leave the show for a while and do stuff. And I've just been running adventures out of the book, but now the training wheels are off and I'm writing my original adventures for RPG. Check out Typecast RPG on Twitch every other Wednesday night. And again, if you need to kill somebody, you just (laughs) let me know. I will be, I will be your red shirt. We actually had a a bunch of people eaten by croncodiles. Okay. I don't know what that is. Which they're not, they're not anything real. No, uh, it was a, uh, it was temporal creatures attracted to lost time, uh, and would swarm and devour anyone who'd experienced time dilation. Sounds like a Doctor Who monster. Is it that the, really is that those, does? Is that doesn't those piranha it? Piranha things that are like, hey, who turned out the lights? Is that like? 
No, it's more like um, the Christopher Eccleston episode where he and Rose go back in time to watch her dad right. die. Uh, yeah. Which is a bad idea, but she ends up saving her dad instead. But that was more like because they actually broke the timeline that those things descended. It broke but the anyway, time rules. The one rule is like, don't interact with the past. And the yeah. first thing Rose does is like, but it's a t- we should go interact with that past, right? It's a It's an over 50 year long series about time travel yeah they're gonna be changing the past you could say times wibbly wobbly (laughs) so uh anyway we had uh these things were taking bites out of people because our ship had had a little bit of a time dilation mishap and i didn't want it to just be are they freshwater crocodiles or saltwater crocodiles uh they don't have water. They're uh, multi-dimensional wavelengths of temporal energy. Are they saltwater wavelengths or freshwater <laughs> wavelengths? Um, I'm going to say salt because it's so abundant okay. in space. Yeah. But anyway, the reason everyone's like they're crocodiles is I didn't want, like when they took a bite out of something, I didn't want it to just be a moon shape. So I'm like, it's triangle shaped. And all my players are like, it's alligators. It's space alligators. And then space gators. when I mentioned that they were time-based someone in chat kaito i think their name is they're like they're croncodiles like chronology and i'm like that's amazing and i've canonized that as their name i was spelling it with a k in my mind like chronos (laughs) thank you yeah cheddar will be fine crocodiles if if you need a uh if you need a um (laughs) A red shirt from the space bayou. You you let me know. I will. Josh. We won't get those space crocodiles. I'm going to rest it up some gators. Oh wait, no, I guess they have gators and not crocs and in the bayou. Um, yeah. Uh, we we should do more stuff. We've got some. Uh, we got some Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous episodes coming out. A uh, couple of them coming out. We've got hopefully an Infinity Train episode coming out for May. Because we Infinity Train thing. Maybe, I don't know. Season one, season two, season one and two. Uh, what would connected. get you trapped? Because I won't be on the Infinity Train episode, but what would get you trapped on the Infinity Train? I don't know anything about I it. So if I... someone just asks. Oh. I mean, I'd, I'd do uh, it. Connor, if you have a a personal, usually emotional issue that you're letting fester in your heart, you basically get trapped on the infinity train until you do the work to like, and you get like a number on your hand that shows how many days it's going to take you to work through this. But if you like make emotional progress and the number can shoot like way down, but if you're like obstinate and cause even more trouble for yourself and others, the number goes goes way up. It's really cool. And sometimes Connor, can go from, from your wrist all okay. the way down your arm. Yeah, like, like that the, sounds di- terrifying. the numbers can be long enough that it can like wrap around your arm. And there's a couple really scary. Lordy. Oh, okay. it's so good. Watch Infinity Train. That Watch sounds really interesting. Max. I like that. It's yes. great. Season one, two, three, and four available on HBO Max. Ooh, I don't Cartoon have Network, that in Canada. Or something. I bought my seasons off of Amazon. So maybe you could try and do that. Even though Amazon won't let either of you do watch parties. I'm so disappointed. I I was sad too. The only thing I can think is maybe we would have had to been in California to do it. That's the only Mm. thing that I can think. Which doesn't make any sense. It's rude. It's my... (laughs) Why can't people watch my favorite movie yeah, sorry, anymore? Guys, Why is it so hard to we find? We didn't get to watch uh, Lee Pace scary movie. It's not scary. It, it sounds scary. Lee Pace it's, sounding scary movie. No, it's a it's a guy in a hospital and a little girl in a hospital, and he tells her a fantasy story, and we see it from her imagination. But her imagination gets darker and darker, according to the IMDb review. <laughs> What? IMDb? What are you talking about? There is a weird dream sequence that we watched in my history of animation class. That is scary. There you go. See? Scary. That was like my first introduction to that movie. And I'm like, what is happening? But it's great. The costumes, amazing. The setting, amazing. Acting, chef's kiss. Wow. Amazing. And what about the story? Great. I love it. It's my favorite movie. (laughs) 
there's I mean, I have a favorite movie too, and the story's not the best. Oh, what's really? your favorite movie? I'm just kidding. The story's phenomenal. It's okay. Starship Troopers. Best movie oh. ever made. Okay. Fantastic film. Story. Would you say that's a space movie? Yes, because space plays a part in it. Space plays a part in Star Wars? In what way? We're not getting back into this. <laughs> the, the opening crawl. It's in space. There you go. And uh, literally, so that literally means all of their problems are in space because mm. the opening crawl sets up the issues they're going to face. Checkmate. Palpatine's back. <laughs> Speaking of Star Wars, has yeah. anybody watched The Bad Batch yet? No. I don't like Clone Wars animation. Oh. I think it looks, mm. I think it looks poopy. Hey, mm. now. I'm sorry. I, that is Josh's opinion. I have never been a fan of that. Style, even, yeah. That it just, uh, it just to me, it looks meth. All right. Well, uh, and then let's see what else is going to happen in animation. Ooh, uh, Tales of Arcadia, the yeah, the movie, the Clash of the Titans is coming out. I think July twenty first. Hmm. Gonna be fun. Got that. Maybe we can do some DreamWorks stuff with them. Yeah. Castlevania is coming out again. pretty soon. That would be fun. Castlevania is coming out pretty soon. Uh, Love, Death, and Robots comes out next week. Yeah, is on too. There's a Christmas episode. That's scary. <laughs> nice. I love me a good spooky. Yeah, Christmas. Uh, Joe Dempsey is in an episode. Spooky Christmas. You guys remember Joe Dempsey? Is he related Gendry? to Patrick Dempsey? Gendry from oh. Game of Thrones. My boy. Is he related oh, no. to Patrick Dempsey? I don't know. He's English. Is Pat? If, I don't. Is Patrick he... Dempsey English? No. Oh, it's Dr. McDreamy not. on Bay's Anatomy. Right. Um, Michael B. Jordan's in one. Oh, I like a, him. It is a very photorealistic Michael B. Jordan. Like, my friend was watching it with me, and he was like, that's like just actually Michael B. Jordan, right? And be like, no, dude, that's animated. And he's like, that can't be animated. It looks too good. And I'm like, mm. that is an animated Michael B. Jordan. It looks phenomenal. Like I'd wow. watch an entire movie like that. Anyway, uh, so where can everybody find you social media wise, Meg? You can find me on. Oh, oh, oh hit oh. the button. Bloody Twitter at Third Child Art, all spelled out one word. You can find me the same way on Instagram and Tumblr, and check me out uh, with the crew of the USS Horizon on Typecast RPG as we play Star Trek Adventures. Twitch.tv slash Typecast RPG. Uh, you can find me also on the bloody Twitter. Uh, bloody Twitter! Yeah, that one. At Connor Thiessen, also Talenkia96 for my YouTube Twitter as well as Instagram as well as TikTok. Uh, and then I'm on YouTube and Twitch as Tall Lanky Guy. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Caney. You can find the podcast on Instagram at What's Up Fandom. On Twitter at What's Up Fandom PC for podcasts. All of our episodes available iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and on our website, animationstationpodcast.com. Thanks to One Out of Ten for the intro and outro for this episode. And thanks to Wild Bill Soda for sponsoring this episode. Go over to Wild Bill Soda. Dot com. I think it's just like drinkwildbills.com uh, or you can click the link in the show notes, uh, get 10% off your purchase or use code fandom10 at checkout, get yourself some uh, delicious craft sodas um, I am genuinely not, jealous that they've I got, they've that got a new one that I am really like, I think is that the buy. Dr. Bills one? They've got the Dr. Bills one, uh, but they've got Blackberry, so oh <clears throat> Pure, intense blackberry flavor with a soft cream aftertaste. The deep fruitiness instantly coats your taste buds, replicating the experience of indulging in a fresh, I messed it up, freshly fresh. baked blackberry pie topped with vanilla bean ice cream. That sounds delicious, and it I does. want it. Um, yeah, and then there's Dr. Bill's, which is mildly sweet while packing a pepper punch with fruity undertones and a fizzy finish. This classic doctor-style soda is a truly remarkable complex blend of carefully curated ingredients that drinks like a flavor puzzle. <gasps> Whoa.
Sorry. I know I interrupted your thing, but in the Phantom Menace, when uh, Padme (laughs) is comforting little baby Anakin and he's like, I'm cold. And she's like, well, space is cold. Therefore, one of their problems come from space. She actually says that space itself is the problem. Star Wars are space movies. Sorry. There it is. I will allow it. I will allow it. Even though Harrison Ford is not in that film, I'll allow it. But then I also thought he's also in Ender's Game, which is very much a space movie. So so it's like, oh, well, it's it's out anyway. Um, Yeah. Good job. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, Meg has been sitting here for the last three hours (laughs) waiting to jump on me and (laughs) attack me mercilessly like a velociraptor. Um, (laughs) Raphael. Raptor pitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Their attack the one was good. Uh, again, uh, Aaron, best part of that entire movie. Um, so uh, for What's Up Fandom, I'm Josh. I'm Connor. And I'm Meg. Bye bye. Stay hydrated. Uh, yeah, something. Have a good day. Raptor. Have a great summer. Thanks. <laughs>